You mean this was some sort of a game? I couldn't have dreamed it. Hello and welcome. I am Silent Noise and this is THE Arsenal Cast. You can support through Harmony Equals Arsenal Cast on Facebook, Instagram and Twitter under THE Arsenal Cast. And the podcast is available where you get your normal podcasts on Spotify, iTunes, Google, Stitcher, YouTube. And if you're heading over to YouTube, remember you get the added bonus of checking out some Arsenal inspired artwork. So head over there. Like, subscribe, and tap the hell out of that notification bell. Fasten everyone who seemed to press follow on David Attenborough's Instagram page. The website is finally up and running as well, so head over to theacast.com. Now, let's get into the result. Liverpool 3, Arsenal 1. <laughs> Man, God. Now, straight off the bat, there was a couple of things that was um, brought to my attention just before the game, actually. Um, there was a statistic on Sky Sports, and I think it was something about Arsenal coming away with zero points. Zero points in our last 27 away games. Now, against the top six, that is. But, I mean, I'm not sure if that was zero points or zero wins. I can't quite recall, but... Either way, jeez, what a statistic. It just shows the mentality of these players going into these games. They're, over the years, over recent years, it's just not been good enough. So straight away, I've got that in the forefront of my mind, along with the fact that we haven't won there since 2012, which I mentioned on my blog, about the last time I winning there was Podolski and Santi Cazorla scoring goals there. 2012, people. <laughs> that it just is not good enough man um but hey we're a team under new management now and Mikel Arteta is working his magic and he's getting in the heads of these players and we're seeing a bit more resolve and a bit more um strength and resilience in this team so it was interesting to watch this going into the game to see how we're gonna play are we gonna still play out from the back are we gonna stick to our game plan and stick to our guns and play out from the back and you know maintain the same play that we've been doing towards the back end of the season and first games in this season is it still going to be more of the same albeit Liverpool being a totally different beast a polished kind of team and pains to say but you know they are are the champions and they're the champions for a reason they've been playing good so it was always going to be an interesting watch from my point of view something that I kind of highlighted on the website was that it's not a case that if we lost this game I would be thinking oh here we go again or oh, doom and gloom typical Arsenal like oh, god we can't manage to do anything against these top teams no it wasn't going to be the case for me um I was always going to look at this game as a almost like a marker you, you know although Arteta has been there for half a season already I'm still looking at this as a relatively free hit I want to see how he's going to get this team playing against the bigger teams I want to see what the game plan is how we work it and the manner of the win or the manner of the loss more so than anything else and it didn't really disappoint so 
to jump straight into it, uh, the lineup. We started off with Leno in goal, which I think is just going to be a given now. Like with Martinez leaving, I don't believe Macy's pushing on the door as much. Um, but it is interesting because Martinez did bring something else when playing out from the back. And now we have Leno. It's, um, I think a lot of eyes are going to be on him to see what he does this season. In front of him, the one surprise, I guess, was Gabriel coming out. Um, he went with Louise in the middle and Tierney on the left-hand side with Holding on the right. Now, I expected Holding to play, expected Tierney to play. Um, I thought Tierney will probably come in at a wing-back position or he'll play on the left-hand side, but with Gabriel still playing at the centre. He went with Louise and I can I understand it. Louise is more experienced of the Premier League. Um you don't want to throw Gabriel in there. He's come for the first two games, his confidence is up. You don't really want to bring that back down to earth with a humbling kind of performance against Liverpool. So you you got Louise in there and I understand that. On the left hand side on the wing back he had Ainsley Maitland Niles, which I kinda of thought he would get a game tonight with Bellerin on the opposite side. And the midfield, he went with Xhaka and Elneny. And Elneny's been putting in decent performances. But the fact that he starts this game just leads me to believe that there's um, a bit more about what Arteta's thinking about Elneny's role for this season. Is he looking for Elneny to play a lot of the games? I think he is at the moment with what we've got in midfield. The fact that he's in front of Sabayos leads me to believe that he's going to be in along there with him. Um, so Elneny and Xhaka in the midfield and then in front of them he had Lacazette down the middle Bamiang on the left hand side and Willian on the right now get into the game and straight away from the off uh, as you'd expect it's Liverpool pressure <laughs> like literally minute one, minute two Liverpool pressure I think minute two Mane picks up a yellow card for not an elbow in the face but definitely an arm flying out towards Tierney uh, picks up a yellow card, but they're pressing, they're pressing hard, trying to get the ball as early as possible, and it's just a mark of, okay, this is the kind of game it's going to be, he almost leaves something on him just to let him know, like, yeah, this is the kind of game this is going to be, but from an Arsenal point of view as well, they they start with the high energy levels, um, we're pressing, we're pressing hard, Lacazette, Aubameyang and Willian are all working their socks off, then you've got just behind them, Elneny and Xhaka pushing in that midfield. Every time one of their players in the back get the ball, they're pushing up. One of them stepping up to try and get the ball. Um, so it was it was making for an interesting kind of opening minutes for this game to see who who is going to prevail in this um, this press and containment cat and mouse kind of game. And as you can imagine, Liverpool, the better drilled at it in the opening stages, they start to get the upper hand. Um, there was a a couple of times when Holding was making a block or clearing an early Robinson cross, uh, Louise clearing after Trent's recycling balls in, and it was it was kind of you know what you're gonna get if you're shutting down the men in the defence, you're gonna ping the ball out to the wide players, which is Trent or Robinson, and where you're marking Mane, Salah, and Firmino, 
just leaves the space open to the wide players to take the extra touch and ship in a ball of quality. And that is definitely something that Trent was doing all night long. <laughs> they were pressurizing, they were putting pressure on that right hand side and freeing up space for Trent just to swing in these teasing balls. And obviously, Manning's loving it, Robinson's loving it. And the tone for the game is us at the moment just kind of trying to still work our passing lanes out from the back um, without getting exposed, really. Um, it's very difficult for the guys. You can see that they were trying to find the passes, trying to find the people. But when you have a team that's pressing and they're on top of you the way Liverpool are, it's very difficult. And there were times where, I mean... I mean, the player that I like watching for Liverpool the most is Mane. He, the way he switches positions, he will he will pop up on the left hand side. He will drift into that um, inner left channel. He will then work his way. He'll, if a ball if a ball goes out to the right hand side, he will follow it up and work his way all the way over across. And and Firmino, I mean, he doesn't score goals, but he knows his role in this team, and it's to fill in play play passes, selflessly fill in where there's space and play the pass over and that's what he does. So that's what the team are working with to try and stop and it's not an easy task at all. Mane was popping up all over the place and Liverpool Liverpool keeping the defence true and honest. But it's more than just a defence. It's even when we even when we did manage to push further up the pitch in the first half, which it wasn't it wasn't often in the first half. Um but when we did, Liverpool were just smartly trying to pass the ball around the back and we'll we'll trying to press them, trying to press them back, but Liverpool it was almost like it was a, a little mental game, a little a little game of chess going on because what they were doing is just trying to wait for that moment just to draw us out just enough so that it can even just ping the longer pass over the midfield and get straight into the attack. And um that's what happened, I think, in the first 15 minutes when Mane's running in on goal and he has a chance that's blocked by Leno. They just drew us out a little bit further than what we wanted to come out. Midfield's just a little bit stretched and they just played that ball over the top into the forward players. And they started to have a bit of joy doing that. Um, shortly after that, I believe Trent hits the crossbar. Is it post or the crossbar? I think it's the deflected shot hits the crossbar. And I'm just thinking, oh man, here we go. Like, they're just they're slowly getting into their rhythm and definitely making it hard for us to find our players. So much so that in that same passage of play, we get a throw deep in our own half. Deep in our own half. And it, I don't know, he, Bellerin must have been standing there for about two minutes looking at people, eventually throws it in. And it's a foul throw. We can't even we can't even find our own player from the throw in. <laughs> That's how intense this game was. These guys were just not being given a single inch on this pitch. It was ridiculous. And then leading up to the the first goal on the on the twenty fourth minute mark, they're playing out from the back again. And what's funny about it is for the first goal. We played out from the back identically just before, just before, and it didn't quite pay off. But for the goal, we drew them out in exactly the same way. And it was our defensive players doing the same cat and mouse game with their attacking players. Can you come out just that little bit more for us to just 
play the ball just around you and create an opening in midfield. And this time it worked. They drew them out and they played the ball to the left-hand side. And just as they was about to nick the ball, I believe Xhaka just plays a firm pass into the midfield, which Lacazette plays straight away to Ainsley Maitland-Niles on the left-hand side. And we know what, we know the rest. He's bearing down on goal. He runs in towards the box. So he plays the pass towards William, and it's a poor pass in fairness. Van Dijk misses it. Robinson, beautiful assist to Lacazette, who swivels. And if he hits this shot true, it doesn't go in. He scuffs the shot, bounces over Allison, one new Arsenal. And I'm thinking, okay, here we go. Are we are we falling into the same game plan as we did to towards the back in the last season? Is it going to be one of those days? Mm, no. <laughs> But, hey, one new Arsenal and and I'm thinking, okay, step it up, lads. Keep going. See what we can do. It's, it's a good goal, good work to go. And this is the game plan in which we're trying to score from this passage of play. Just to draw them out just enough to get these shots in where one of the front three can then bear in on goal. And that's what happened for the first one. But... Mm, short-lived it was very short-lived just as I'm settling in reaching out to go you know grab my beer and enjoy what is going to be the rest of this first half then pops up Mane and is a sign of what was happening throughout that first half Keita was playing very high up I think on that right hand side they they were targeting that right hand side they were looking at the right saying okay Maitland-Niles we know you want to press up and come in field slightly or you want to push forward and go on the outside of Aubameyang. They know that their play wants to be centred around Aubameyang, either coming in off that channel or um, they want to work the overlap with Ainsley Maitland-Niles or Tierney going on, bombing on the head on that left-hand side. So they were targeting that side for sure. Keita was pressing up, but pressing up slightly on that in-channel on that right-hand side. Salah was then combining well with them and it was, it was they were giving Tierney a hell of a job to do and in fairness he was doing a bit too much he was trying to do a bit too much they were definitely looking at that partnership between Tierney and Ainsley and thinking right we can get some joy here we can do an overload have three three four players here just all passing the ball around Firmino would go out to that right hand side then they would chip the ball back so that's the way they work it, and 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 for that Mane goal, it's Cater pushing up, he gets a gets a challenge from I think it was Louise and Xhaka, or there was like a double challenge. It was a foul. Referee plays on, and then the ball comes out to Salah, who his first touch just takes it past Tierney. There's nothing he can do. He he kind of almost just has to move out of the way not to give a penalty. He's charging ahead of him so quick, licks off a shot. And keeper saves it, falls out to Mane, who buries it one one, and and here we go. But the but the passage of play that building up to it is something that we really struggled to come to grips with in that midfield. Um, Cater, whether it was Cater or Mane dropping in that midfield just ahead of the box, it was creating a problem. We we're trying to cover them as much as possible, but there was definitely an issue with us marking the men in that section um, because the defence had their hands full and you don't want to drop your forward attacking players 
back too much because then you're just losing so much from the attack. But they get their goal on around the 27-minute mark. And then I'm thinking, okay, what can we do? Where are we going to go from here? What's going to happen? Are our heads going to drop? Are we going to, you know, pick ourselves up? Just like Liverpool did just moments before. Pick yourselves up and uh, go again. Um, but due to form, they go again. <laughs> and um, this time, the ball's worked out on the right-hand side again. And they play the ball back to Trent this time, who whips in one of his crosses and he, like I said he was doing this all game is putting in balls of quality and I was quite surprised that it's only the one that really ended up with oh no sorry the two that ended up with a finish can't forget the third goal jeez um, but the second goal comes out to Trent he plays the ball in and Bellerin is marking Mane on the uh, far stick and Robinson's just behind him Williams nowhere to, near to be seen and Robinson has a clean finish and he makes up for his assist on the on the Arsenal goal. And it's 2-1 and you can't really grumble too much. Like I'm looking at the performance and I'm looking at the the possession and the and the areas of play, how much shots we're having and Liverpool are dominating. Liverpool are up, the tails are up and they're dominating and it's hard to say and it's hard to watch but <laughs> that's what it is and we're just struggling we're struggling to pass out from the back in certain aspects and it's almost like there's a first phase and a second phase and we're getting the ball from Leno he's kicking it either side of him and the defenders are then shipping it out to the wing back and it's at this time when the ball's going out to the wing back that there's a breakdown that normally you're expecting the wing-back to have a bit of quality, either play the ball into midfield or take on your man, do something with the ball, but the ball's going back to the centre-backs. And, for example, if this, if this ball's coming out from Leno and it's gone to the right-hand side, Bellerin's got the ball, he's going to play that ball back into holding. And then when that ball goes back to Leno... We need to then look for that right-hand side quickly because that's where the space is. But it's almost like the team were a bit scared to do that because then when the ball does go out, it's going from Louise to Tierney and the Tierney to the left-hand side to Ainsley Maitland-Niles. It's too, much, too many passes in between, too many passages of play where Liverpool can then reset, get their pressing players back into position and press on the opposite side. Whereas if they got the ball, and it's gone to the left-hand side. Bellerin can't play the pass forward. He can't take his man on. And he does have to pass that ball back to Holding. That pass from Holding should either be going straight out to the left-hand side. Or Bellerin should be playing that into a midfield player to, to switch the pattern of play. But too many times it was just predictable. So Liverpool could just get set. And then it was just like, you know, they're pressing as normal. They're used to that, so they they know their avenues in which to block off and stuff. So I just think there was at times, even when that ball goes back to Leno, look for that faded pass to the wing back. I know it's not in his skill set to do it as good as some other keepers, but that's the kind of pass we need to be playing. For him to then kick the ball out to either back to Holding or to David Louise on either side of him, and then that's going straight to the wing back. And by the time it's gone to the wing back, Tierney's on the corner flag 
or Bellerin's on the corner flag, and it's like we've missed a trick. On the on the occasions that the ball does go to Ainsley Maitland-Niles or Bellerin and they're pushed further forward, it's at that point that we need someone to show in midfield or someone from the attack to drop in and just offer some chances. And for me, that is what we was missing in this first half. Someone with the skill set of, say, like a Saka or someone a bit more creative who can turn, who can do something with the ball and open up a bit of space, but have the quality of pass to find someone between the lines. And Ainsley Maitland-Niles almost gets in just before half-time from a similar between-the-lines pass, but this time it's from a set-piece where David Luiz gets the ball down and he plays his pass and it's almost like they wasn't expecting it because he plays it straight over to the left-hand side, right at Ainsley, and Ainsley, I believe, was just offside, but again, his pass was not up to the quality that was needed. And there we are, half-time. And we go in the half with 30% possession and one shot. One shot to their nine. I think we just paid them way too much respect in the first half. Yeah, okay, it's Liverpool. We know they're the champions. We know that they're four years ahead of us down the line. They're well drilled. They know exactly what they're doing on that pitch. Each player has their role and they know who they need to find, when they need to find them, and what they're doing in each phase of the game. But to have one shot, we were just paying them way too much respect and we should have really been even just leaving something on them. Almost like what Mane did in the first couple of minutes, let them know. But then again, the referee was giving away some fouls when we was barely touching them. But I don't want to get into that too much. Football's back. Come on, Arsenal. So second half and Arteta must have got into them and said, look, come on. We need to play a little bit further up the pitch. We need to be applying a bit more pressure because straight away we were trying to attack and the position that our players were in a lot further forward. Xhaka was pressing forward. Elneny was pressing forward. Um, Willian, I think, actually started to come into the game. I didn't really see much of him in the first half. Had Actually, Williams had a couple quiet games, but hey-ho, we can talk about that later. Um... Lacazette was pushing further forward and Aubameyang was trying to get on the on the front foot a bit more. So it was definitely a bit more um, gusto and a bit more, you know, let's get at them kind of vibe in the, in the first half. But, I mean, you're doing that against the Liverpool team and you're just leaving yourself open. And straight from the second half, Mane's in on goal with like a minute into the second half. And you're thinking, please, mate, just... <laughs> Rose, do something stupid, please, because can't be going down 3 1 this early. But yeah, that passage of play continues for a little while. We're trying to search for that second goal, so we're pressing, 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 and they're just waiting for that opportunity where they can then um, play that little cat and mouse game where they suck us out a little bit more. Um, we think that we've got the upper hand because we're pressing their defence, but then they'll just play the ball back to. Van Dyke and Van Dyke will just ping a pass whew, all the way to the left-hand side or all the way to the right-hand side, and that's it. He's cut out the whole midfield. He's cut out the whole attack, and you've got three on three or three on four, and their players are bombing on, loading to try and get into the box. So for me, it was only a matter of time before we had to make a change, and just before the hour mark, he brings on 
Sabaos for Xhaka. It's an interesting one really because I thought he would have kept Xhaka on because there's not that many times that I see Xhaka getting subbed. But he keeps El Nini on, subs Xhaka for a bit more creativity through Ceballos. And, and Ceballos, he comes on, I don't know what he was drinking or eating in that halftime, but he come on like a, but he come on like a man with a grudge. Like he just came in, I think he gets challenged, um, or he gets pushed by someone and it just pisses him off. <laughs> like to the point where he just had enough. He's just literally just shoving people and doing all kinds of stuff. But what he does give us is that little bit extra. He's turning on the ball and then he's facing their players and he's looking for the people beyond them. And then we get our first chance when the ball gets played through and Lacazette is just offside. I say just, but I don't really know what the margins were like. But he's offside, but he's bearing in on goal and he's one-on-one with Allison, And he does almost like a dink shot or something but it doesn't work Allison's stuck out his arm he's blocked it and then it's, the flag goes up for offside then we have the identical chance where Liverpool are doing this thing which they've been doing since the end of last season beginning of this season where they're they're stepping up their their defense is really high and they're trying to make that pitch as small as possible and in doing so they're playing a high line to some fast players and it's a dangerous tactic and they will get found out, not by us today, but other teams will look at the, what they're doing and they will get found out because it's a risky game. You're playing with maybe two on two or three on three and you're pushing up really high, leaving a lot of spacing behind. I can see a team like Leicester with Vardy's pace up there getting some joy out of it easily. So it is a dangerous game and I don't know, maybe they will adapt from team to team and situation to situation. Who knows, but for this game, we get the identical chance and, and this time Lacazette isn't offside and he turns, he's in on goal, one-on-one, the game is 2-1 and you're thinking, you have to bury this, like you have to. He's one-on-one with Alisson and it's almost the exact same shot <laughs> and I'm just like, come on Lacazette. What is going on? The exact same shot. Alisson does practically the exact same save. And it's almost like if he just had finished the first one that was offside clearly, he would have got his kind of his rhythm and he would have got into the groove of it. But this chance comes exactly the same and he doesn't score. He does not score. <laughs> and it's just crushing because you know that is the kind of chance that you have to take in these games. And that's probably the difference from us getting points away from home. Like those chances don't come often. So when they do, you need to make sure you're burying them. And I'm not getting on the back of Laka because Laka does score against the top six teams. That's one thing I can say about him. He does score against them, but this is a chance you should be burying. You, anyone on that pitch, they should be burying one-on-one all right, you're up against Alisson, but that's neither here nor there. Those are your bread and butters. You need to be finishing that. And it's just unlucky. I think everyone at that point realised, man, that that could have been it. So then Arteta looks to make more subs and takes off William, brings on Pepe to try and give us something else on that right-hand side. Because if I look at it, 
Willian in the last couple of games. I'm sorry. The first game against Fulham, it was a good game. West Ham and this game, I'm seeing a player that is doing a lot of running, like doing a lot of pressing when we haven't got the ball. And it's looking like he's working, but we're nowhere, he's nowhere near getting the actual ball. And then when he's in possession, he's not got players around him that he's working play with. Like our right-hand side is a problem. It is a big problem because most teams know now we want to be on that left-hand side. We want to be playing where Bamiyang is and T&E, Ainsley, Martin Niles working these um, triangles, even Saka when he plays, all on that left-hand side. Everything is generating from that left-hand side. Come on to the right-hand side and you've got Pepe, a player who, he seems too nice. Don't know how to say this, but Pepe, I almost want to see someone really get under his shirt, like really, really annoy him, just to see how he plays, because... I think he's the kind of player that will probably play good if he's just like aggressive and just angry because the way he plays is just a little bit too nice and I think, come on, there has to be more about you. You have to show a bit more and that's not to get on Pepe because he didn't really have that much time to do much in this game but I do think he's a player that I think someone should just try and wind him up, wind him up in training, see how he is and then Maybe wind them up in a game. Say, ah, is that the best you can do? Or just wind them up a little bit and see how he plays. Because I think there has to be more there. There's flashes of it. There's moments of what he can do. But I think he's the kind of player that, if you know, with a chip on his shoulder, could potentially produce that little bit extra. And I think that's the spark that's missing from his game. But for this game, William wasn't offering hardly anything on that right hand side and all right you're up against Mane and Robinson that left hand side is going to be a hard task for you but yeah I think there was hardly anything from him and I think that right hand side is an issue for us um it's not an issue we're going to address in this window that's for sure (laughs) like we we're not even addressing the midfield in this window by the looks of things so who knows but yeah William I don't want to get on his back but he has been in the league, he knows what it's about, but are we giving him a little bit too much of a bly because he's been in the league? Like, are we not criticising him as much because we're used to seeing William and we know what William has produced in the past rather than what he's produced in the Arsenal shirt? Because at the moment, I'm seeing one good performance, one standard performance, and I... I don't even really want to judge today because it's difficult because hardly anyone had that much of the ball to really be assessed. So I'll leave, I'll leave it at that for now, but I've just got my eye on him just to watch how some of these performances are going. So then Arteta looks to make his third and final change and it's Lacazette off for Eddie. And you can see Lacazette's just annoyed. He's, he's missed that chance. He knows that it's, that is the moment for us to get back into the game. Um, Eddie comes on and there's little over 15 minutes left to play but the, the game is the game's being played out and the way it is Liverpool are not letting up I can they're still playing they're still playing high up the pitch they're still looking for an extra goal they bring Jota on and 
he must have had two free chances because by this time the defence is looking a little bit leggy, they're looking tired and work, which is playing out well for Liverpool because, you know, they're ready to goal up. They can just take their time, pick the passes, play around the corners and, you know, just wait for the moment. And the moment comes, the ball comes out to the right-hand side. Salah works the ball back into Trent and again, Trent just plays the pass that you know he's going to pass. And if anything, Leno should actually be giving Louise a shout. Like Louise heads this ball out and it falls to Jota. And Jota, you know, controls it, gets his shot off, finds the corner. And hey, of course Arsenal are going to let a player on his debut get a goal for his new club. Of course, that's just, that is just Arsenal way. Yeah, you want a freebie? Here you go. Here's your goal. Like, we do it all the time. If it's your birthday, if it's your debut, if you used to play for us, hey, come here, I'll give you a go. That is, that's what's been happening down the years. Um, but in this goal, I think Louise should really be getting a shout from the keeper. Leno should be barking at him saying, mine, grabbing that ball, and it's done. That The attack's done. You ride out the game. 2-1, it looks that little bit more respectable and people are saying, hmm, you know that Arsenal, yeah, they're, they're not quite there, but, hmm, top four, definitely, I can see that, I can see that, but no, <laughs> no. Louise heads it out, Jota finishes 3-1 and I'm looking at the game and I'm thinking, great, it's one of those scorelines again, isn't it? And then maybe at the last moments we could have changed it and you know, brought it back to a 3-2 scoreline with Aubameyang running in on goal, cutting in on his right, on his right from the left-hand side. And um, I don't know, there's too many players in the way. I think he's he's thinking about the shot, then he thinks about laying it off. He lays it off. It's, there's two players on the overlap and they're just getting each other's way and it fizzles out to nothing. But we rue these chances. We rue the Lacazette miss. And we really this chance to bring it back to just a decent scoreline. But on the whole, it's a decent performance. It's showing that these players are listening to the manager. They implemented the game plan. Whether or not the game plan was right or not, that's a different situation. But they implemented the game plan. There was phases where they could have improved, definitely. And there was phases where we were showing what we were about. We just don't have that quality at the moment to see ourselves over the line in these type of matches. I look at players like Ainsley Maitland-Niles. He's doing a job on the left-hand side. Is he a left-handed side of player? I don't know. I don't think he belongs there, but he's doing the job. Um, but when he comes in on the left-hand side and he's working his way into the midfield, I think there's a spark that's missing. A spark that Saka has, a spark that we need for more creative play. And... Um, I look on that right-hand side. Bellerin, he's doing a job. Is he the answer long-term? I don't think so. But but again, he's doing what he can. Like I can see his limitations. So to the players playing against him, we can see they, these players' limitations. Um, we're not combining well on the right-hand side. So that's leaving the left-hand side biased. Our midfield of Xhaka and Elneny or Sobias and Xhaka or Elneny and Sabayas, any one of those pairings are not going to get us near the league or 
going to struggle to get us top four. We need a little bit more quality in that middle. But is it going to happen? Are the funds there? We don't know. Got to wait until next week to get those answers. But we definitely need a little bit more midfield um, because we are lacking some creativity in this team. I can't remember Bamiang getting a shot or getting played in on goal to work a shot or anything. It's all through his own chances created whether or not something happens. Same with Lacazette. I can't remember too many chances for these players. Willian as well. Okay, Willian's positioning and his play in general I weren't really a fan of tonight. But are we giving these guys the best platform, the best chances to get these goals? I'm not sure we are. And that's when we need something a bit more in midfield. Now, people will point to players that haven't played. Guendouzi, Ozil. Ozil's not the kind of guy for this game. I've seen Ozil too many times on away games or just in games, just coasting. And yeah, he can pick out a pass, but he's not the same player when he comes to the club. I mean, he, he's not the same player before he come to the club at Real Madrid. So I think the Ozil ship has sailed. I think if Guendouzi can't get in the Carabao Cup games, he's definitely not going to get into a game against Liverpool in the league. So we need to look past these players and look to the future and what we're going to be bringing in to help supplement this midfield. So did we pay them too much respect? Did we, you know, not leave enough on them? Did we not make the referee make a few more decisions? Even though there was times when I just feel like the referee was just, it was just any play that didn't look as though it was going in Liverpool's favour, he didn't want to give it. But again, I don't want to get into his performance too much, but we didn't really ask too many questions. We didn't really... um leave too much on them and challenge them in areas that would have made it difficult for them. But on the whole, I don't want to get on these guys because at the end of the day, it's a game against Liverpool. We knew it was going to be tough. It's the reason why I wanted us to pick up the points in the first two games. So at least we're there or thereabouts and table still coming out of this game. Um, we've got, I think, Sheffield United coming up in the league and then Manchester City. And those are going to be tough games. Sheffield are looking to get their season on the go and get some points on the board. And City have got off to a bit of a ropey start, so they're going to look to put that right with um, their next few games. So it's going to be difficult, but these are the games that I really wanted to see how we fare, how we come up against these guys and see where we are for the season because I honestly believe top four is there for the taking. I think United are going to drop points. Think Chelsea are going to take a while to gel. They will get it right some weeks and then they'll be cold enough on other weeks. And it's how the other teams around them seize the opportunity. And I think Arsenal are in a position where we could actually apply pressure to get into that top four. We just need that little bit extra. Okay, and now for the difficult task of giving out some of these player ratings. So start off at goal with Leno and I'll give him a five. He's made some decent saves, but he also was a bit questionable on some of the passing. Yeah, I don't know. Could he have done anything for those goals? Let me think. The Mane goal, he couldn't have done much for. The Robinson goal, he couldn't have really done much for. It's just that last goal. That last Jota goal, he could have gave the shout to Louise and claim that ball, and it would have just killed the whole thing. So for me, yeah, a five for Leno. 
and then in the um, defense on the right hand side holding holding I don't know I think I think people might underestimate what he was up against in this game he was up against Mane for a lot of the game and he was dealing with him quite well there were a couple scary moments here or there but on the whole he was dealing with him quite well then he um, had to face up against Jota, I think, and it was a difficult night for him, um, especially with Bellerin on the outside of him. Every now and again, he was trying his best to help, but I think Holden had a tough task. Um, I'll give him a five, maybe a high five, because, yeah, nearly a six, but because of the opposition he's having to deal with. Um, yeah, I'll give I'll give him a five. And Louise, I'll give a five. He was dealing with what he can well. Bit suspect for the second goal. Um, I think when he makes that challenge on Cater, he's almost got in his mind that, look, I get sent off for these type of challenges, so I'm not going to do anything and, and allows the man to go past him. So, yeah, a little bit up for, I'll give him a five and... Tierney, I'll give a five as well. Um, the ball goes past him on that first goal, but I can't, I can't hold him at fault too much. He's got a tough task on his hands. He's getting overloaded. They can see Ainsley Maitland-Niles drifting in under the manager's guidance. I would imagine that he's drifting into midfield areas, leaving Trent and Salah with Tierney. And in some games, you can get away with it, but. This Liverpool team will expose you for something like that. So for me, Tierney gets a five today. Uh, Ainsley Maitland-Niles, I'll give him a five. Bellerin, a five. El Elneny, I'll give a six. I think he was punching the ball in areas. He was receiving, showing for it, constantly running, pressing. His game was a little bit better than what I'd say Xhaka's was. So I'll give Xhaka a five. And then on the on the right hand side, William. I mean, I don't want to be too harsh and like give him a four because of the opposition more so than his performance, if that makes sense. So I'll give him a five. I'll give a Bamiang a six, although I could give him a five as well. Not like I saw much from him either. And then Lacazette, the work rate gets the goal. Um, I'll give him a seven. Are we, oh, am I giving these four players the lower ratings because they're just not getting much? They're starved of decent service. I don't know. But that's the result. So um, go to the bench. So Bios comes on. Mm, I'll give him a five. Pepe. Pepe and Nketiah, yeah, I can't even rate them. They hardly did anything. They hardly touched the ball. Um, Pepe's contribution in this game, I think, was two corners. And both of them failed to get over... The first man in opportunities where you're thinking we can load the box, get people in and around the goalkeeper, which they were doing, and put a ball in just to test them, just to see what they're going to do. Nope. First time it hit the first man. Second time it hit the first man. And I'm thinking, all right, good night, guys. <laughs> you know, like what is what's the point? So I don't want to rate him too harshly, but you come on and... You can. He's hardly brought anything to the team, and Eddie's running around. He's trying to do what he can, but he's just not on long enough for me to fairly rate him. So they both get fives from me, and yeah, we dust ourselves off. 
we look ahead. Oh, and what's that on the horizon? Oh, Liverpool, Carabao Cup. Okay. Cool, 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 cool. Next league game, Sheffield United. We'll see what we can do there. Let's hope we get back to winning ways. And let's hope we get the three points. Come on. Come on.